BG Mania, a video game music podcast for April 1st, 2020, is made possible by Level Down Games. Check us out over at leveldowngames.com for the latest reviews and brand new episodes of both BG Mania, a video game music podcast every Wednesday, and Max Level, a video game podcast every Monday. On with the show. Welcome to BG Mania, a daily video game music podcast brought to you by Level Down Games. I'm Brian, joined as always by Frank. Uh, daily. We're, we're a weekly show, Brian. We're moving daily, Frank. We're going to go every single day, Monday through Friday. How does that sound? Bye, everybody. This is great being a... Uh... Your co-host. No, 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 no. You're going to still be I here. Kid, I you, kid, you, I kid. You're going to still be here. We're not getting rid of you. We're just going to make you do more work. Yeah, we're just going to make you do more work. Yeah. Daily. Okay. A daily podcast brought to you by Level Down Games. If this is your first time stumbling upon our neck of the Lost Woods in BGM land, welcome. BG Mania is a cornucopia of extra special music that we hold dear, both from the days of our childhood through modern consoles and new releases. That's right. We focus on retro to current games with everything included in between. We'll be like to do here at BG Mania is challenge ourselves to never play the same track more than once, except for special occasion episodes, which will always be announced in advance. So you're guaranteed to hear something new, something fresh, and something exciting each and every single week. As always, we hope you enjoy the episode we have lined up for your listening pleasure today. Do not forget to head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to us and leave that five-star rating and a review so we continue to climb those charts in terms of search results. By the way, Frank, April Fools, buddy! It's April 1st! You subtle! <laughs> We're not going daily i thought about stretching it out to the very end of the show but then i thought hmm sometimes people don't listen to the entire episode sometimes we piss people off and they leave sometimes they don't like the music and they leave if i left it to the end of the show some people may not have heard i was just kidding. honestly brian i thought you would do monday through friday three tracks a piece nice little quick hits wouldn't have been such a bad thing <laughs> 
No, 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 no. No, we are going to stick with our full-length episodes once a week here on BG Mania every single Wednesday. And I'm so excited to be doing this episode this week because, Frank, you and I get to discuss a game that I finished. You are relatively far in, if I'm not mistaken. Far. Yeah, I was going to say, you're relatively far. We're going to be discussing Ori and the Will of the Wisps today. Hell yeah, we are. Just came out on March 11th, 2020, so literally just about three weeks ago. It's available on Xbox One and PC. I think we all played it through Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> the price is right. <laughs> yeah, of course the price is right. But shout out to our friends over at Xbox Game Studios, over at Moon Studios. Fantastically done game. Kyle did put up a review on leveldowngames.com. They did provide us with a copy of the game for Kyle to play early in advance for Ori. So super cool to do that. And obviously for our website. But we get to explore the soundtrack today for Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which was composed by Gareth Coker. And Gareth Coker is the composer from the original Ori in the Blind Forest. But he also did the music for uh, the Chinese mythology update for Minecraft. He did the battle minigame music for the Xbox One edition of Minecraft. He did some stuff for Ark Survival Evolved. And he did some stuff for Primal Carnage, which we've talked about before because we have played some stuff from Ori and the Blind Forest on BG Mania. Excellent soundtrack there as well. If for whatever reason you've missed that one or you haven't played that game, highly, highly, highly recommended. Just like Ori and the Will of the Wisps is highly recommended. Fantastic game. And we started this episode off with the main theme. And again, that was composed by Gareth Coker, the vocalist that you heard there doing the background noises. I never am sure how to pronounce her first name. It's A-E-R-A-L-I-E. Ario? Or, I don't Ariel? Know. Is it Ariel? That's how I'm picturing it in my mind. I, I don't know. I, see, that doesn't sound right based off looking at it, but it could be. Uh, Ariel Brighton is the vocalist, and she was the vocalist on Ori in the Blind Forest as well. So it was cool that they actually carried her forward, just like they carried the Philharmonia Orchestra that they used for Ori in the Blind Forest forward into this game as well. Incredible, dude. It, it's one of those tracks that it always gives me goosebumps when I hear it. Like, it's the first thing you hear when you start the game up on, on, on PC or Xbox. And when those vocals kick, dude, I'm hooked. I'm already in. It's it's very chill inspiring for me. I sat there for 10 minutes when the game booted up to just listening to the music. I'm not going to lie. I was actually taking notes while playing like, OK, remember the music for Luma Pools, for example, because it's really cool. And we're going to hear it later on in the episode. But I specifically wrote that Spoiler one down. Alert. I know I specifically wrote that one down because I wanted to make sure that we included it in our episode when we did for, you know, inevitably for BG Mania. So that's why I was writing that stuff down. But let's move on to track number two today. We've talked long enough. Track number two, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. This one is called Ku's First Flight.
And that was Ku's First Flight from Ori and the Will of the Wisps, again, composed by Gareth Coker, featuring Ariel Brighton. That's how we're going to say her first name. I, again, don't know if I'm actually pronouncing that right, and I do apologize if I am butchering that as uh, as I probably am. <laughs> <laughs> I love this track, dude. It's such an emotional moment of the game. It's very early on. And just like Ori and the Blind Forest, Moon Studios did a really good job making the initial opening sequences of Ori and the Will of the Wisps very emotional. And when this actually kicks in this track and what's going on in the actual, you know, visuals of the game, it's so beautiful. It's so well done. It's very Disney feeling. Yeah, I could I could get that, which I liked. Like and, and when she started singing, it was almost like a, like a Disney princess joining in. Uh, really liked it. You are not a Disney princess. I am not a Disney princess at all. Uh, now, is this, uh, this are these going to be the only composers for the entire track? Like, yeah, Gar- Gar- Gareth Coker did the entire soundtrack by himself. Because I did have an artist who I wanted to spotlight on this episode. Who's that? I, want, I wanted to hear "Here Kitty Kitty" by Joe Exotic. Oh no, we're not actually talking. Uh, what's the name of his Tiger King? No. Is it Tiger King? It is Tiger King. Yeah, I don't know. No? I haven't I haven't watched it. No, we're not talking to him today. Uh, okay, well, next time. No. Jessica talks about that show all the freaking time. Well, because as I've said thousands of times before, she has a good taste. Just not in boyfriends or fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> And so does uh, Kyle. Kyle's been quoting it now, too, because he's well, been watching he's a, it. He, he's a man of style and taste as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to watch it. It looks freaking dumb, Frank. I'm sorry. That show looks stupid. <laughs> Guys, if, if you watched it, join us on the Discord. I, trust me, you'll get me to talk to you on end. Thousands of memes, left and right. That's all Frank talks about is, is dumb stuff. <laughs> It's the greatest. It's the greatest uh, documentary I've seen in a long time. But no, back to the music. Back to the music. Back to the music. Back uh, to the music. I love that track. I really did as well. And I think it's time that we jump to the next track. Track number three. The name of this one. Now use the light. We want to see. Thank you. 
And that was Now Use the Light We Want to See from Ori and the Will of the Wisps, again composed by Gareth Coker. How beautiful. That's something you're going to notice going forward throughout this entire soundtrack. Everything is just freaking beautiful, man. It's so well done. I am a sucker for the violin in general. <laughs> uh, I've said that thousands of times before. Um, but yeah, it's just peaceful and serene. And this is literally you're, you're literally absorbing the light for the first time in this when this, this music plays. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's, so that's, cool. That's what we do. do. Well, he did the same thing in the first game. <laughs> yeah, that's not really a spoiler. That's just that's the main element of the game for the most part. But it's so good. It's so much fun. And it's so fitting. It, like it, it's so fitting to what's happening and the music. It gets dynamic what it needs to. As you're gonna see as the episode goes on, there's music for like boss encounters, and then there's music for the stuff that happens right after the boss encounters, which is so cool. And I'm trying not to spoil anything throughout the entire episode because I do, I do think this is a game that everybody out there should play. I really, really, really do. I haven't even finished it, and I'm recommending it to everyone. Yeah, and Kyle and I both finished it, and already this is a contender for one of the better games of this year, in both of our opinions. It's oh, it's yeah. amazing. But I do want to get some area music into the game as well. Like I mentioned Luma Pools earlier, but we're not there yet. Let's take a listen to Quillbox Hollow. And that was Quolox Hollow from Ori and the Will of the Wisps, again composed by Gareth Coker. Quolox was Kyle's favorite new addition to Ori 
and he is an amazing character. I like Qualock. I'm a fan. Qualock, a big, giant, bulking frog, uh, lives in like the swampy area. It's his Dude, it's the first major area you get to outside of the starting zone. And it's just so beautiful when the scenery transitions, when you realize, oh, dude, I'm going into a new area. It's it's so exciting because you know that there's going to be new abilities coming up. You know that there's going to be new elements of platforming, new elements of the Metroidvania being introduced. It's so exciting anytime you get to check out a new area. Plus, the music always changes and the music, for the most part, I don't think there's a really a negative track in the entire game. I gotta tell you, the reason this game is taking me so long to play is because every time I get a new ability, every time I go a little further, I'm like, hey, I could use this on so-and-so area way the hell back over here. Thank God we could teleport. Yes. Yes, you can teleport. Now, there aren't as many teleportation areas as there are in some other Metroidvania games, but you and Dan from the Max Level Podcast play games very similarly. He's also still playing through it. I think he's still streaming it over on his Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash K-R-A-I-Z-D-1 one go check him out quick plug but i think he's actually still playing through this well he's near the end too but yeah you guys both taking your your sweet a time whereas kyle and myself we 100 percent of this game in like less than a week <laughs> Unreal. De- definitely go check out dan's uh, channel drop some baba buoys in the uh in the chat baba, baba <laughs> no i didn't 100 it. i did 92 percent it though that my 92 percent that's rate. so impressive no, yeah, that's great. And I think Kyle somewhere in the mid to high 90s, but I don't think he 100% either. But yeah, uh, we, we did pretty good at it. I do want to quickly go to a track that has to deal with some abilities that you'll learn throughout the game, though. And I think, Frank, you're going to really like this one. Again, from Ori and the Will of the Wisps, the name of this one, Dashing and Bashing. Thank you. 
And that was Dashing and Bashing from Ori and the Will of the Wisps, again composed by Gareth Coker. Dude, it's amazing. One of the best tracks in the game, I do think. Really is one of the best tracks. That's the title of my life is that whole uh, title, though. Just Dashing and Bashing. This is one of those tracks that I saw a lot of people talking about on message boards after the game released because it is also very nostalgic to the original Blind Forest from Ori. Is this from the original or just... No. Oh, just, just similar. Just, huh? Yeah, it just sounds somewhat similar to some of the music from the first game. But it's not uh, the same. I, I, let me tell you, <laughs> before like, before you get the dash ability, there's a certain... If, if you kind of just wander off, there are certain areas you can't get past without the dash ability. Yeah, that does, yeah, that's what the whole Metroidvania aspect is about. So, so when I finally do see my death count in this game, it's going to be astronomical because I tried to get past that 30, 40, 50 times before I realized that I knew Oh, no, like... Once I try once or twice, I tend to like, okay, this is something I'm supposed to come back if for. If at first you don't succeed, Brian. <laughs> try once again, and then if at the second time you don't succeed, come back in a few hours is how I live my life. <laughs> I live my life a quarter mile at a time, and I kept on trying this bad boy until, until it finally clicked in my brain, hey, dummy, you probably need some kind of special ability. My death count was somewhere in the 500s total. Really? Okay. Well, then it's a little, it's, it's aspirational. I don't think I've died that many times yet. Maybe. You will. But I want to jump now to Kyle's favorite track from the game. He actually wrote about this one specifically in his review, which is something that we tend to do on our website. We, we try to actually like take a paragraph or two, discuss the soundtrack, pick out key tracks from the soundtrack that stuck out to us. We always try to do that in our reviews. So let's take a listen to his favorite. The name of this one is Sanctuary in the Glades.
looking back at me, I can see them. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong podcast, Frank. Wrong podcast. That was Sanctuary in the Glades from Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Again, composed by Gareth Coker. How beautiful was that, man? Like I said, Kyle's favorite track from the uh, from the soundtrack. I don't say this often, but Kyle was right. That's a good one. <laughs> what he specifically wrote about it in the review, he said, this tune is my favorite from the soundtrack and is actually one of my favorite pieces of video game music in recent years. The muted trumpet laying the melody against an orchestra of major key strings is simply divine. It almost sounds like the atmospheric noises one would find in A.A. Milne's Hundred Acre Wood. I feel that now, now that he mentions it. Yeah. Yeah, Kyle's more articulate than uh, than than you, Frank. So I think whoa, we're gonna whoa, bring whoa, him whoa, in for whoa, BG whoa, Mania whoa. going forward. No, I was kidding. <laughs> Super articulate. <laughs> but yeah, it does have the uh, it does borrow elements from Hundred Acre Wood, otherwise known as Winnie the Pooh. Yes, uh, one of my favorite literary series. Is it really? No, I like the cartoons. Okay, I'm a, I'm actually a huge fan of the cartoons, like the Disney cartoons. No, I, I love the cartoons. Uh, I, I, the theme the theme song has been stuck in my head for. About 30 years now. Winnie the Winnie the Pooh is probably one of my favorite Disney franchises for sure. But I Pooh Bear, Winnie the Pooh Bear. chiming a honey trick. Okay. I actually don't I don't remember the lyrics, so that's impressive. Good for you. Brian here from Level Down Games. Did you know we do more than just audio podcasts? Our main home on the internet, leveldowngames.com, hosts all of our content and grows bigger every day. Whether it's an in-depth review for a new release game, a news article, an editorial piece, a reaction video, or a new podcast episode, you can be sure to find all of this and more when visiting leveldowngames.com. With your continued support of us by visiting the website and either downloading or streaming the podcasts weekly, our goal of turning this passion project into a legitimate outlet is closer to our reach than ever before. Remember, that's leveldowngames.com. We'll see you there. You better play a new track or I will sing the whole damn thing. Okay, well then let's jump to a boss battle theme. Hell yeah. My favorite boss battle in the entire game. This encounter is incredible and the music that follows. Oh man, you're going to like this one. For Mori and the Will of the Wisps, this is Mora the Spider.
And that was Mora the Spider from Ori and the Will of the Wisps, again composed by Gareth Coker. It's an incredible fight uh, when when the lights just dim out and you have that blue in the background and then you have like the green. The green like glowing from it. Yeah, like the green. What is it like? I don't want to say like fungus, but green type glowy stuff all over like her back and legs. She's suspended there on the wet. Dude, it's so cool looking. The fight is incredible. There's a part with darkness in it. Dude, there's a you can actually legitimately the track is about six minutes long. I know we did come back in before the track actually ended because we're not playing the, the full six minutes before we come back in. But throughout what we heard there and as you keep listening in the background while we talk, you can honestly, if you've played the game, picture the stages of the fight as the music transitions because the music is telling the story of the fight and how it ramps up and how the instrumentation gets crazy, how it slows back down. You can practically hear me. You can practically hear me dying. You can practically hear Frank dying over and over and over again. <laughs> I, I was telling Brian, you know, while this, this track is playing, it's like, you know, let me Google some cool facts about this. And it pulled up one of my prior searches and it was like, how to beat the, how to beat Mar- the spider. So I just, <laughs> just started breaking up laughing because like, yeah, this was this wasn't an easy battle, but it was so fun. And it's crazy because it's such an epic piece of music for a boss battle, but it starts out very like terror, dude. Like it starts out like this is going to be a horror theme almost because of like the vocals that you get and the the blaring instruments at the start. But then it just oh, dude, it gets so good. It gets so good. I love talking <laughs> about it, listening to it. It's so good. <laughs> But Frank, now we've defeated more of the spider. And if you haven't noticed, we're kind of going in order on the soundtrack in the way that the uh, the game takes place. So now we're moving to a track by the name of The Darkness Lifted.
And that was The Darkness Lifted from Ori and the Will of the Wisps, again composed by Gareth Coker. Frank, that is just surreal, listening to that track. It's so beautiful. Yes, but you know me, I want to hear Epic again. Well, slow down there, Sparky. We just just came back. (laughs) We're not only jumping back to the music. (laughs) I want to ride this train all the way to the end, baby. Woo! We're we're not Uh, jumping right back to the music. Nah, I, I do I do love that. That was like you said, like you said serene. It's, yeah. just, it's a perfect word for it. Yeah, and it comes at such a like a perfect moment in the game. Again, the title of the track, The Darkness Lifted. You just finished defeating Mora the Spider not that long ago. You know, Mora the Spider's track 31 on the soundtrack. The Darkness Lifted is track 33. So, you know, you're not that far after. The only track that we skipped was the one that actually takes place after the Mora the Spider fight. <laughs> so you're, <laughs> you're entering into this like newly changed somewhat world because more of the spider has been defeated and you know what what you walk into when this actual music is playing the area that you're going through things just feel different like the the narrative of the story is starting to take shape things are maybe working out in your favor but maybe not at the same time again trying not to go too much into spoiler territory but it's really exciting and when this music kicks in it's just it's so beautiful it's one of those that I just had to stop and listen to which is sort of like what happened with our next track because we're going back to another area section of the game and no you're gonna like this one i mentioned it earlier we're going to the luma pools and when i heard when i heard this music kick in as ori was swimming through the channels and like the super colorful flowers were decorating the walls and the landscapes through the caverns as you're swimming in amazing probably one of my favorite areas of the game so again from ori and the will of the wisps this is luma pools
And that was The Luma Pools from Ori and the Will of the Wisps, again composed by Gareth Coker. I appreciate this track so much because I feel like when you actually entered, again, when I talked about it as we, before we actually jumped and listened to the track, but you're swimming through the cavern, you have like the colorful little flowers. They look like they're almost singing the chorus that you hear in the faintly here. Again, it's faintly, but it's there, but you're hearing it in the background. And it looks like those flowers are almost like singing at you a little bit as they sway in the water and you swim by and then it's so freaking awesome how the music really makes you feel like you're actually swimming through and past those flowers and taking in all these sights and sounds and oh dude it's so good it's such a great track i liked there was a, a little bit of usage of the marimba in there too as well or the the like a xylophone kind of deal but you know it had a bit of a stellar feel to it yeah yeah as as a lot of the tracks do man it's so freaking fun to listen to very calming you know this is a perfect soundtrack to actually get lost in with the world the way that it is right now because the music's all a lot of it anyway there are some epic pieces but a lot of it is very just calming and fun to listen to speaking of the way the world is is right now and uh if you would bear me um i want to give my shout out to moon studios doing their work from home thing for a while uh definitely doing it better than i am because i'm going stir crazy a lot of studios now implementing that work from home mentality that a lot of us are. I know I I always work from home, but Jessica now working from home. You, Frank, working from home. Uh, and hating every solitary second of it. <laughs> See, I to actually be, enjoy to, it. To be, to be fair, uh, to be fair. in the office, I hate every solitary second of it. So it has nothing to do with the, 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 being at home part. It's the after. This is, my, <laughs> this, is, this is my happy place. When I'm here, I'm not working. So it's, it's a little disheartening. So you're saying that you're feeling kind of malaise? I, there's a general malaise to things, yes. Yeah, well, the name of our next track, Frank, is Quolox Malaise.
And that was Quolox Malaise from Ori in the Will of the Wisps. And I think that track, more than anything we've heard so far today, might be my favorite. Really shows the strength of the Philharmonia Orchestra that we mentioned earlier, does it not? Oh, hell yes. They are so strong on this track, man. So much fun to listen to. And yeah, definitely one of the stronger tracks in the soundtrack, for sure. He also, you hit one of my also my, my favorite hallmarks. I'm a sucker for the violin, but I'm a big sucker for chanting. <laughs> I knew you would like this track for that reason, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's an it's an amazing track to listen to and not spoiling anything about what's happening in the game. But there's a reason why the track sounds the way that it does. I ain't saying nothing. Have you gotten this far? No, that's why I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> OK, I wasn't sure. That's why I didn't say anything to you, you even, <laughs> even <laughs> off air. That's why I didn't say anything to you even off air, because I know this is like definitely past the midway point, but probably around when you have about, you know, another fourth of the way of the game to go before you reach the ending area. Also about three quarters of the way through. Yeah, roughly. Maybe, right, maybe slightly that. a little less. So you might be coming I'm, up to this soon. I'm pretty sure of it. Yeah, you might be pretty. Yeah, you you might be coming up to it soon. But at the same time, you also might have went and visited an area in a different order than I did, because once you get to a certain point in the game, there's four objectives you have and you can actually pick and choose which one you try to go for. However, you might find out when you get there that you actually need to go visit another area first, which is kind of what happened to Kyle. <laughs> so you might have already explored this next area, but maybe you weren't able to finish it yet. The name of this next track is In Wonderment of winter.
And that was In Wonderment of Winter from Ori and the Will of the Wisps, again composed by Gareth Coker. And of course, there's definite bells because it's a winter track. It has, there has to be. I think it's like composer law. <laughs> the name of the actual area in Ori is Bower's Reach. And it's cool because I actually tried to get into this area relatively early into the game because, you know, if you can find a way to get somewhere, you can go as far as the game will let you go. You know, eventually there'll be like a, a wall or something or a door that you have to open that is part of the Metroidvania type formula that, you know, there's definitely got to be something that stops you. But I remember just trying to get into Bower's Reach and at this portion of the game, you don't have Ku's Feather yet. And the only way to actually get into the winter area is to take the feather and go. There's a bear sleeping in like the cavern and you have to go and like tickle him with the feather and he moves. And that's how you actually get into the the wintry area. Super freaking cool. I can't wait to check this area out. Yeah, it, it's super cool. Very fun. Uh, I, like I said, I, I love the creativity and the way that they made all of these areas kind of flow together, both physically and musically. A lot of the same elements and instrumentation being borrowed throughout a lot of these songs on the soundtrack. So they sound somewhat similar, but different because they're different areas, but part of the same universe. So it was really fun getting to explore all that kind of stuff. My favorite new element of Ori that was introduced in Will of the Wisps was the burrow ability. And Frank, I know you haven't got there yet, but burrowing allows you to like go through the dirt areas, like the snow areas that you've seen, I'm sure, by exploring some. Like there's some areas where there's dirt that you can't get through yet. And burrowing is how you actually do that. But there's also a track that goes along with learning the move. So from Ori and the Will of the Wisps, the name of this one is Burrowing.
And that was Burrowing from Ori and the Will of the Wisps, again composed, as everything was today, by Gareth Coker. It's very Arabian night sounding. It has that feel to it a little bit. Actually, a lot of it, not even a little bit. But at the same time, it's also kind of sleepy, but very majestic. And it kind of stuck out to me that that's kind of the feeling I was getting from the track when I started hearing the slurred notes about halfway through and how they were just going up and down the scale. It was really cool. And I, I do this. This track sticks out a lot to me. I like it a lot. I think it is cool. Like, you know, an Arabian sound to like just digging, you know, like like you're excavating a tomb or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of fits. That's pretty. It's pretty cool. Uh, when I heard barring, I was thinking I was thinking in my head, oh, we're going to hear like tubas and such, you know, like Dig Dug or something like that. Um, yeah, different choice, but I like the choice. Different choice, but I think if they would have went with the tubas, it would have worked as well. I mean, they know what they're doing. Of course they M-O-N. do. Oh, and that spell's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, Gareth Coker, definitely the right man for the job when it comes to Ori. So I'm glad they stuck with him. Totally glad they stuck with him. If you're looking for a new all-purpose gaming-related podcast to listen to, look no further than the Max Level Podcast. Every Monday morning, five friends have a breakfast powwow about the hottest topics in gaming that week while discussing the games they've been spending time with over the past seven days. Featuring Brian, Frank, Sean, Kyle, and Dan from leveldowngames.com. There's never a down moment when it comes to pertinent information or laugh out loud moments. They'll break down upcoming games, hidden gems, and encourage listener participation through guessing games and questions. Find the Max Level Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or anywhere else you consume your daily podcasts. But we're going to go to an amazing track now. This is right after a boss battle, and it's so good. From Ori and the Will of the Wisps, the name of this one is Escaping the Sandworm.
And that was Escaping the Sandworm from Ori and the Will of the Wisps, again composed by Gareth Coker. Another amazing piece of music. And this one taking place right at the end of a boss battle. I think it does a really good job expressing the emotions that Ori is probably going through musically. And it is painting a subtle foreshadowing about what's to come, because now that I know like what happens and now that I finish the game, re-listening to the soundtrack and kind of hearing, OK, even though the name of this track is Escaping the Sandworm, even though it takes place after an epic fight after an epic sequence of events, there's still a little bit of a sad undertone here, especially with the, the vocals and the little bit of the chanting that kicks in in the background, because you just found out right before this a major plot point in the story, and the music reflects that. It's so good. Like, like I said, everything about the Ori in the Will of the Wisps soundtrack, it just, it fits. And it's just so good. The fact that it's called Escaping the Sandworm, uh, just hearing the word escape in my head, I'm like, okay, I know this, you know, he's gonna, he's gonna be one of those, like, those chase kind of things. And you heard a lot of that dun 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 dun, dun while, while you're in here. I really, I really enjoyed that. Um, for me, whenever I hear the word sandworm, I always think of Beetlejuice. Okay. <laughs> or Dune. Yeah. So I can't wait to see, I can't wait to see what this actually is when I get to it. I can't, uh, it'll, it'll be interesting for you. I, I think you probably already have a good idea, but yeah, you'll, you'll get a kick out of it. You know me, ideas, I'm all the time. No, I'm good. <laughs> Most of them usually not that good. No, none of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Frank, we're, we're getting closer and closer to the end of the episode. We have three tracks left, but as we've progressed throughout the soundtrack, we've arrived near the end of the game. So let's take a listen to the music that actually is the final boss music in the game from Ori and the Will of the Wisps. The name of this one is Shriekin' Ori.
And that was Shriek and Ori from Ori and the Will of the Wisps, again composed by Gareth Coker. I really like how that one starts up with the ramping up instrumentation, and then you get these strong violins and strong string sections. It's an epic boss fight theme, dude. It's so good. That was great. That's what I expected for the, from the Philharmonic to just friggin' hit me with a banger. Yeah, yeah. They, the Philharmonia Orchestra did such an incredible job with this soundtrack. One thing that I particularly like that Gareth Coker actually put into this track, if you listened, you could, and you could really tell the difference if you're listening on headphones as opposed to maybe listening to this episode while driving in a car to work or something like that. But you could hear the cawing of Shriek in the track and like it moved around the different chant, like this different uh, settings of the headset that I'm using, like all the different channels and stuff. So it was really cool how it kind of rotated around in different surround sound settings. I love that, dude. So good. That was great. Yeah, very, very, very well done piece of music. And I love getting to to re-listen to this. I've got such a, a huge smile on my face. It's definitely probably one of my top soundtracks for a game release in 2020 so far. Like this, this has just been incredible. And we're, you know, now moving into April because it's April 1st. So we're finally getting some some more games coming up soon. Final Fantasy VII Remake is next week, baby. <laughs> I can't wait to go to the store and buy it. Yeah, I can't wait to download it digitally. So, yeah, fortunately, that's what we're we doing from now on. <laughs> All right, man, we got two tracks left. Let's go ahead and take a listen to one by the name of A Stirring of Memories.
And that was A Stirring of Memories from Ori and the Will of the Wisps, again composed by Gareth Coker. This is a very emotional track. And we saved two relatively emotional, but equally and ultimately beautiful tracks for the very end of the episode this week. I, I cannot speak highly of these two tracks enough. The the emotions that they make me feel, the memories that I have of, of the end of the game and playing the game and just both games in general, because now we're getting a, a clear picture of the universe of Ori. Obviously, with listening to a stirring of memories there, we haven't yet discussed the last track yet, but we're starting to understand, like, the narration of Ori, who the narrator is, what all the events that transpired led up to, and the future of the franchise actually is relatively bright if Moon Studios chooses to continue forward with a third Ori game. There's a lot of different ways that they could do a third one, and a lot of different directions that they could take in a third game. But at the same time, the ending of Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which I'm not going to spoil, first of all, because that's rude. Second of all, because Frank hasn't finished it yet. But the ending is also a very satisfying ending to the conclusion of the entire franchise. If they wanted to move on and to make Ori a two game story and just be done with it, this ending completely satisfies that as well. Okay. All right. So, so, so either way, I'm satisfied. Either way, you're not going to be upset. The ending will satisfy the conclusion of the series with these two games if they don't do anything else. But the ending also leaves a way for them to do a third game. Okay, okay. So it's really cool. I'm, I'm, I, either way, I will support Moon Studios. They're a fantastic team that came up with Ori. They did an, an amazing job with Will of the Wisps that I think is just ultimately better than than their first game. So excited to see what these guys do next now that they got uh, two of their games out because they really expanded their scope with Will of the Wisps, which is why it took them so much more time to develop this game than they initially thought. This was supposed to come out in like 2018. <laughs> But the last track we're going to listen to today from Ori and the Will of the Wisps is named Ori Embracing the Light. And I don't want to discuss it too much because I do want to avoid spoiler stuff, but it is one of the last tracks you're going to hear in the game. And it's simply incredible. Is it not? It was. It's phenomenal. That's, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Like I said, getting to re-experience this soundtrack. The soundtrack itself is about 60 tracks deep, roughly three and a half, close to four hours in length. A beautiful, beautiful afternoon of listening to this music. If you if you want to do what I did, that's what I did. Exactly. Sat down, did some writing, listened to the Ori and the Will of the Wisp soundtrack. It's incredible. And like I said, getting to actually re-experience this music after finishing the game and after knowing and being so fresh with it, because we did. Kyle and I literally talked about it two weeks ago on the Maximal podcast, and we literally just finished it not that long ago. So getting to re-experience it all again while it's still so fresh in my mind and while I just can remember exactly where the music takes place and exactly what's going on because I do say a lot that I play through so many games in such quick succession. I forget a lot of different facts and different things about the games. So we're doing this one early, which means, hey, I remember a lot of things and the music is really damn good. (laughs) And what's really exciting to me after getting a chance to listen to these last two tracks, you can really hear Gareth Coker's command of this soundtrack. It's absolutely stunning the the journey that he was able to take us all on emotionally 
and musically. So my hats off to him. Standing ovation. Incredible soundtrack. Hopefully it's uh, in the discussion at the end of the year at several places when it comes to what was one of the better soundtracks of, of 2020. Because I think this soundtrack is strong enough to be remembered when it comes to Game of the Year stuff later this year. So fingers crossed, hopefully. But I think that is going to bring us to the close of the episode this week, Frank, unless you have anything else you wanted to mention before we get on out of here. Everybody stay safe, stay inside. Actually, I, I, I do want to mention something. Right now, this is BG Mania. This is the only place that they can find you for a couple weeks. You're going to be taking a little bit of a break from Max Level. Yes, uh, we're going to focus totally on BG Mania. So th- those dad jokes to the roof. I should say you are going to focus more on BG Mania. Uh, Max Level's not going anywhere for all, for all, for all those oh, that may have... Oh, it's done. I'm not going to be there. No need to listen. For all, those that maybe, for all those that maybe picked up on what Frank said there, no, Max Level's not going anywhere. Uh, and Frank will be back on Max Level in a couple weeks. You're just, due to all the coronavirus stuff and working from home and just being completely overwhelmed, you just need a little bit of a break. Sa- and sa- and sa- Saturdays would kill me because I'm on an emergency response team and I don't like it. And yeah, I mean, we haven't been doing BG Mania on Saturdays for a couple of weeks now because of that. that. that too. <laughs> yeah, so so Saturdays is always kind of hectic for Frank to sit down and record the show. So he's going to take a little bit of time off. Uh, we're actually recording this BG Mania on Tuesday night. So I'm actually working on a little bit of a different schedule myself. Uh, BG Mania probably won't upload till the afternoon or evening hours tomorrow because I probably won't edit it tonight because I've been spending a lot of time with Jessica since she's been working from home. So we've just been spending a lot more time together than we usually do. And that's been kind of nice. But yeah, that is going to unfortunately do it for this episode. We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania made possible by leveldowngames.com. Don't forget to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to bgmania at leveldowngames.com. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. We'd also be grateful if you could drop it over to our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash leveldowngames. Subscribe to us there, and if you haven't already, while you're at it, hit up twitch.tv forward slash leveldowngames and click that follow button. Stocking us on social media is perfectly acceptable. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook would be the place to do so. Check that description box for the appropriate links. Next week, Frank... No, right. what, what's tomorrow's episode? Oh, no, that was an April Fool's joke. Oh, damn. I told you. We're not yet. I guess week. Tomorrow's episode is Frank's Picks. So tomorrow, look for an episode of all Frank... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That'd be the worst episode ever. <laughs> it would be the most downloaded episode ever because if you let me pick what I want to pick... <laughs> Next week, Frank, you and I have talked a lot about doing a very specific episode here on the show. We're finally going to do that. Next week, we're going to focus on music that exists solely from games released only in Japan. The games cannot have released anywhere else. Not North America, not Europe, not Australia, not Switzerland. I think there was one game that came out in Switzerland that didn't come out anywhere else besides Japan. Trying to think of all the Japan only games I know of. Has to be Japan only. Can't have released in North America 20 plus years later. Has to be exclusive to Japan. So next week, we'll have 16 tracks that, hey, maybe you haven't heard yet before, which will be kind of cool. Taking us out of this episode once again, we have Ori Embracing the Light from Ori and the Will of the Wisps, again composed by Gareth Coker. Keep the music playing and keep it loud.